So uh, what are we talking about today? Well, we, on the last episode, we kind of, we touched on this like just briefly, but it's kind of like, a, huh? it's a revelation I've been having lately. Mm. I think comedians are the, some of the best digital marketers. Like I, I think, mm. and I, the, the reason I think this, or this, this idea kind of came to my head a couple, maybe a week or so ago, I was at the gym and I was listening to Joe Rogan and Burt Kreischer. He's the machine guy. I don't know if you're familiar yes. with. Let me say, I, got takes for the for the listeners. If you don't, I was trying to explain who he was to some family the other day, and like it's really hard. Like you start talking about it, and you're like, "Yeah, he does stand up with no shirt on and his yeah, his no. beer gut hanging out, and um, he became man, famous. Yeah, he became famous for robbing a train, with the Russian mafia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like <laughs> this weird. Well, it's I've, kind heard, of a weird I've heard. Topic. Uh, I've heard podcasts, like I've heard people talk about him. Uh, I think Tom Segura was talking about him and he's like that story, that machine story. He's got like, like 20 different variations. Like he has a ton of different variations on the story sure. that you can tell. And depending on what night he, you know, how the crowd's reacting to certain things in the audience, like he's just, he'll take, a he can lean into different it. pieces of it. That's interesting. Yeah. But I think Joe Rogan's the one that told him to, to tell that story more. And then he started blowing up. Like, it's kind of a weird thing. Listen to the, to Joe and, and him, can, but they were talking about, like social though, what were you saying? Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, this is like a really interesting thing that I've learned is like when you have something hit, like when you have a piece of content that hits mm-hmm. like double down. Oh yeah. yeah. Like in the, in, in that, like if it's on YouTube or a blog, like write more stuff around that record more stuff around that. Yeah. It's on TikTok, make it again, post the same video again. Like you can post too. this, yeah. you can post the same thing. And like, once you have something work, like that's kind of the thing with growth, like, especially on TikTok is like something works. You just keep doing it over and over and over. And it drives your growth while you try other things. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, I think, I think that's, I think you're, there's, there's something to that. Like, oh, Hey, you have this thing that's working really well, like double down on it, keep doing it, use that to build because you know, it yeah. works and it's going to work with everyone. And then while you're finding the other stuff. Well, then you can like layer on top of it, which it seems like that's what Bert did. I, I didn't know yeah. his comedy at all before the machine thing, either. but I remember seeing the machine thing and I'm going like, that's really funny. Why does this guy not have a shirt on? You know, like, uh, yeah. but that he's, he's I still couldn't tell you why he doesn't have a shirt on. I don't, I don't I remember. It just makes him stand out. Like, I think you gotta be known for something, especially in the comedian world, you know, but like they were talking about social though. And they were actually, they were talking about Theo Vaughn and it was just interesting. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was them just talking about, like Bert was like, man, Theo is in my feed constantly. He was like, he's mm-hmm. he's like working the algorithm. Like, and they, it was you heard them go from like comedians to like the digital marketer that's really behind the comedian. It's like, mm-hmm. or just the marketer in general. And it's like these guys are just they are sitting there and thinking about how they can go viral on different platforms and how they can grow their subscribers and what kind of content is going to work and and not work yeah. and how they can take their podcast clips and turn it into. So it's just like really, it's like the same thing that we do. But that, like, mm-hmm. they're just doing it 
really, really well. Like I see more, and, and part of this is because I, you know, my algorithms are like tuned in for comedian yeah. stuff. But if you think about the reach that Joe Rogan has on his podcast, and then like Theo Vaughn or or Bert Kreischer or Tom Segura, like these guys have massive podcasts. Mm-hmm. They have massive social media followings. They Who, make tons like, and tons of money. There's a guy, and I don't know his name, but I know he's got a podcast. Um, and it's it's another a comedian? comedian, and he's been crushing it. I want to oh. say Adam something. What does he look like? He's got like a mustache, like a oh, skinnier guy. Nick, Nick something. Oh, maybe I, I can tell know. you probably who it is. Um, I, like because... I'm, I'm, I'm like I know I saw a video with him recently. Yeah, so uh, I'm of, just of... like scrolling. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What is his name? What is this guy's name? Oh Nick my gosh. Something? Oh gosh. Come on. Andrew Schultz. Oh, Schultz. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Schultz. Cause like he he's does crushing. it and he's got the crew, right. Uh-huh. Um, in another genre you've got in the sports world, like one of the, the fastest growing podcasts out there right now in sports is, uh, um, oh gosh, where's my brain today? Now I'm losing him. Um, the punter from the Colts. Oh um, God. Yep. I know who you're talking about. You speak bar yeah. yeah barstool oh my gosh McCaffrey, like, McCaffrey. McCaffrey, pat McAfee, man McAfee. and yeah. he's just got the boys like they got that you know those guys got it down and i think i think why comedians got it so figured out is because when you think about it like they know how to write hooks they know how to figure out yeah. what's working and what's not it's really interesting i watched a a uh joe rogan interview the other day where he was talking maybe maybe it was the andrew schultz one where was, they were talking oh they were talking about his new comedy club and, yeah. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. and, and basically they were talking about how material evolves and how they do it. And um, there was a discussion about, um, it, you know, like somebody do, Oh, it, it, I know what it was about. Woody Harrelson did the SNL skit. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it mm-hmm. and, oh, yeah, I saw the, it. and, and it was like talking about it and he was talking about how, like the difference between doing a monologue and stand up is like a monologue it's like you have a short amount of time you're putting it out there like it's got a hit whereas like stand up you might start with that but then it grows and it develops and it might take them 6 months of doing shows to get it yeah. dialed in to where it's like this is what it is and there's so much of like did this work that didn't work how can i connect these pieces and like that's digital marketing right like that's what works i need to do more of it testing hooks yeah. like you can do the same video over and over and over with different hooks and different titles so it's there's they've got the skill already they, they developed really it's a it's an amazing thing like i i yeah i watched that episode too but i never realized i haven't been to a ton of comedy shows in my life i've probably been to four um, maybe been to two um, or but three, i just yeah. in the first three i wasn't aware of comedy at all but once i've started listening to these comedians do their you know, their podcasts and like, they talk about being a comedian and all that. I went to one in Vegas, um, went to the laugh factory. It's at the uh, mm-hmm. Tropicana in Vegas. And it was, you know, it wasn't like there weren't any like huge headliners there, but they had like three, I think three comics went, but I realized like, Oh, they're working on stuff. Like it was it because it mm-hmm. didn't seem very polished. And I, I guess like as a crowd member in the past, I would have just been like, Oh, they're not very good. Um, but I realized like, yeah. oh, they're actually just working on jokes and seeing if the delivery on this, what they're trying is going to work better than another one. It's like, I never realized that, but it is just testing 
Like the same yeah. thing we do. It's just, you're just testing stuff and seeing what works. And once you kind of mold it, then you go, okay, now I've got a bit that I can do. Yeah. And it, it was interesting that talking about like the mothership, like his, he's got two rooms. He's got a big room and uh, and it's a big boy. And what's the other nuclear bomb? Oh. It's big boy and little something oh, or other. I didn't realize that's what he called him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so the reason yeah. he does that, the Adam, reason he does or no, I don't know. I don't no, remember. It's, 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 it's like big boy and little man or something. I'm totally getting this wrong, but he yeah. named him that because, you know, the UFO culture is that like UFO sightings <laughs> exploded after the nuclear bomb. Yeah. And so like, it's like, Hey, we dropped these bombs. It got attention. And then they got their attention <laughs> and, and his yeah. things called the mothership. So he has the big room and then he's got the little room and, but they were talking Batman about and like, little boy, fat man and little boy. That's what it was. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So, so that's the name of the rooms. Um, but they were talking about like the little room is like, that's where you really learn and you figure stuff out because yeah. it's expected when you're in the big stadium, you're expected, like it's on point, it's developed when you do your special, but when you're in the little room, it's understood that like you're talking to hecklers and you're, you're rolling yes. with it and that you're throwing ideas out. And so it's okay if stuff doesn't land. And so that's like really a good place for development. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. I mean, when I went to the Vegas one, it was like, uh, I can't remember the comment, what her name was. I'll look it up, but she came out and she just did it. It was all improv and it was really interesting. It was like, all she mm. did, it was so, it was so like skillful. Like she was just going around the room and they just, she would ask somebody, what do you do for a living? And then they would say something and she would work off that. And then she would work off the reaction from somebody else in the crowd. And then she would like build yeah. this bit that happened. And then she could recall, like the recall thing that they do is pretty cool. When somebody, when you get a comedian, that's really good at that. Where it's yeah. like, they can go back 15 minutes and remember what somebody said and tie it into a joke that they have. Yeah. But it was like, I just saw it and I was like, she's just practicing. Like, it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Sorry, what my happened? kid just ran in here. <laughs> oh, it happens. Bring him on. What's up? Okay. It looks like something's going on. You don't, you don't want him on right now. <laughs> we'll just, yeah. we'll just, uh, yeah, yeah we, we can just clip that. that. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> it just came in and was like, hey, daddy. <laughs> Dude, I've had that. We had the, we had the same thing with, um, we had the same with thing Marco. when, when I was with Marco, Paige came yeah. in and was like, I ain't, it's just me and her right now. Like, come on, girl. Let's, let's, let's ride. <laughs> let's see, uh, show us your poly pocket. Yeah. But so to go back to the, it was just really like, I don't know. It was just really interesting. That, that's a, it's such an interesting skill set that comedians have. Yeah. But then it's like you layer on, it's like they, like everybody else, like every business, like they have to be good at marketing themselves. And like some of these guys are, and, and girls are so good at it. Like, and yeah. I think that a lot of it too is probably because of Joe Rogan, because like if Joe Rogan comes on your podcast, cause like, um, the guy you were just talking about with the mustache, what's his name again? Andrew, um, Schultz. Andrew Schultz. Yeah. Like Joe Rogan flew out. He talked about it on his own podcast. He was like, man, yep. Joe flew out and like flew his whole family out. He's like, it probably cost him like 50 grand, which is nothing for him, but like probably cost him like 50 grand to like come out and yeah. be on my show. But like, then you think about, about the impact that it has. So he's sure. just going around and like pollinating these other shows kind of with his, his audience. Yeah. But I've heard Joe talk about him too. We're like, Schultz gets a lot of credit for transforming comedy during COVID. So right. like when they, they would talk about it, so it was like, he had already was going and, but one of the things they were talking about is it's so different. There's no energy when you're doing it in this format. 
Right. Right. And they were like, he did good at figuring out like how to do punchy clips and how to do his comedy in YouTube short format and in podcast format. And so like he yeah. was all, he already like he adapted to that. And sure, yeah, Joe Gowen obviously helped a ton, but it was also like he had figured that out first, you know. So that's yeah, it's interesting, man. Like I've actually thought about this because you know, you and I were having a conversation. Oh, this was like in the Twitter thing, like last episode. And we were talking, you were talking about like, I'm just not funny enough, like for tweets. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and I was thinking back and I was like, man, you know, I have a hard time, like not just being serious when I'm recording a YouTube video and stuff. Like I get into business, I get in like robot mic mode, you know, Yeah. I'm just yeah. educating, but then it's like, you go to like our coaching calls and it's not that at all. And it's funny and it's like loose. Yes. And, and I'm like, how do you bring that in? Like, I don't know how to bring that in. Like, I know how to do the off the cuff. And, but I've thought about that, man. I've, I've thought about, it's funny that you brought that up. Cause I mean, even this week I've thought about like, man, it'd be interesting to take like a comedy class and like, not because I want to be a comedian, not because I want to be on stage, but just to be able to see how they come up with hooks and how they find those ideas and like pull that into your content just to be like a better content creator, because this is the way things are going, man. Like, I mean, you, yeah, you're, you're completely overhauling your business to be more of a media company and have more video and things like, yeah. and, and it's because this is where, this is where the world is going. This is where our businesses are going and you don't want to get left behind. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's where it's going. It's so much harder. I feel Well, I don't know. I, I'm just saying that because I came up in the, just, you just wrote stuff and published it. Yeah. And it's so funny, man. I used to have like, man, I didn't even know what I was doing when I first started. I was just publishing stuff, but like that, that worked at some level. I was able to build something off of it, but like, yeah. I mean, I, I do think that, you know, having the podcast you can clip up and then, you know, like even Theo Vaughn is really interesting because he just sits there and talks like he just does it. He has an interview one, but he has like another one where he just, if you're like, I don't know if, how familiar you are with Theo, but like, yeah, he just says random stuff, but it's like very clippable. Like he just tells these stories that are clearly made up, but they're so ridiculous that you can like clip them into something mm -hmm. and then it goes viral. Cause they're just so crazy. Um, I think there's a skill but, to being clippable too, though. Like, yeah, we haven't really figured this out yet, but I'm, I'm starting to become more aware of it. Like when we were going through and we were talking about Twitter and I had on the phone, like the conversation that was going through my head was like, okay, I need to get through these and put them out there because like, this is a clip, this is a clip. Right. Right. And so yeah. now I'm sure Hudson can go in there and he can take some of the little pauses and the things out and make it more into a clip. But it was like, you can talk in a certain way to where they can pull, they can pull pieces or it's easier to edit. Yeah. But you got to learn, you got to learn that. I think com comedians have that already. Like they have that timing down. I think the good ones. Yeah. Cause it, there was a big difference, but even the last comedy show I went to, like the opening guy and the second guy, and then the, the lady that came on after, like they were three different levels of funny. Like, so there, there's, right. sure. you know, maybe it's experience, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's just, well, that's why you are where you it. are. Right. Like, yeah, you're you're the headliner. If you're the opener, like you're you're trying to get there. You just got good enough. You've gotten good enough to be that guy's opener. Now you got to learn, and that's how you learn, though, right? I'm sure you're learning yeah. while you're on that tour. Yeah, yeah, they're just really good, man. Tom Segura is awesome. Like he's got the two. He's got he's got multiple podcasts. He's got the one with his wife, which crushes, and then he's got the two bears, one cave with with Bert. And it's like they just that that little circle of maybe it's not yeah. that little anymore. But man, Dude, his, so, wife, so his much wife reach. is hilarious. Oh, she's yeah, he's super. She, I don't know which she, one of them is, is funny. Too. They're both super funny. They're different. He, um, 
I've noticed like he seems so serious on the podcast when I see it compared to yeah, then you watch yeah. his comedy. And like if you see his podcast and then go watch his comedy, you're almost shocked. Like because yeah, it I can seems see that. it's it's almost like it's, it's such a different vibe. But his <laughs> yeah. wife's comedy is is funny. I didn't know they were married at first. And then when I found out they were married, I'm like, okay, this is really great because they're making fun of each other in their material. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. He does. I love that he does it. Like he's he's a good example of somebody that went from like they're they were talking about, I think Joe was talking about it at some point. He was like, he's like 12 years ago, that guy was broke, like flat broke. And now he's like balling out of his mind, buying cars and all sorts of stuff. He wears Gucci shoes. Um, but like when Tom talks now, oh man, I can just run it. He's just, he's just, he's fast. Hey buddy. <sighs> I got to get a lock on my door. <laughs> Uh, Mike is a lot. He's faster than Coral right now because she's hobbled with that injury. Oh, she's so. <laughs> yeah, and he knows he knows he's faster than her. It's really it's funny, but I can tell she's like really frustrated by it because he's oh, like man. he knows he can run, um, and she can't catch him. But um, anyway, it, Tom, like it's funny. Like he he starts stuff now. He's like, let me let me give you some. He's like, let me give the pores some advice. He's like, you guys need to dress better. Like all you need to do, like if you're a poor. If you want to not look like a poor anymore, you just go to a tailor, you know, like just get your clothes done. But it's just funny. Like he's, he's got such an interesting comedy style, but he also yeah. was just completely broke not too long ago. And now he's just, yeah. just has so much money coming in. Well, but isn't that how all of it is, right? Like yeah. You grind right. and you do this thing and like, unless you grow up rich. One day you, 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 when, unless what? Unless you just, you know, you're just born into money. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, if you're starting something, like if you're yeah, in comedy yeah, or business yeah. or whatever, like there's just this, this time that it takes and then it, it just clicks. Like I, I was having this conversation with a client yesterday and I'm sitting here and I'm like, look, you're struggling with this one thing right now that every single person I've ever worked with struggles with. And what happens is that as soon as they figure it out, they see this immediate jump in income. It feels like overnight. They go from making a sale a week to making a sale a day in the course of a month because one day something clicks. They they solve that one piece and it unlocks everything. And I think that, like there's that's like just true in a lot of things. Like you just keep doing it until something oh, happens. Yeah. You don't know what the thing is going to be, but you just have to produce and you have to keep showing up and just like not give up. But I think that's it's true. You know, there's a lot of that with these these comedians and stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. I just, it was just an interesting, interesting parallel. You know, it's like these, but they're doing it really well. They're doing it better than a lot of digital marketers are doing it just because they're, they're so they got that prolific. Skill. They've got the skill. Yeah. I think you're right, man. I think it's the hook and the storytelling and all of that. And then they just are good at going. I mean, they're good at being in front of people. So they're good at being on camera. Mm -hmm. So then they can just jump on a podcast and riff or, or and it's interesting guess it's funny. like it's it's yeah. one of those things like you you have to learn how to be entertaining like in yeah. content you know and that's man and collaborate you know yeah yeah but there's something too like you just got to be yourself like i think this is like the hardest thing that people don't realize like like you're entertaining and you're weird like be weird <laughs> like yeah. be your that, weird. that is tough like if you just show up like the way you actually are there's other people that are like that and there's people that are going to like really vibe with you and they're really going to be like, oh man, I, I can relate. Like I really feel, you know, I can, that person's experience, like I, you know, I get that because that's yeah. so much of it, man. Like that's like when people, I was talking to a guy yesterday and he's like, I've been trying to niche down for like the last six months. I'm like, what do you mean you've been trying to niche down for six months? Like, 
what's the problem you solve? And then like, go be you. <laughs> like you're your, you're your yeah. niche. Like, and, and it's so much life's so much easier, especially with you're doing content. If it's like, you're sharing your experience where you are on the journey. Like when you're talking about, when you're giving advice to yourself in the past that helped you get to where you are, and then you're giving tips to yourself on like the things you need to do to get to where you want to go. Right. Like that you're dealing with. Cause like a lot of times, you know, like if that's what you do, you're going to be successful and, and, and other people are going to have those same problems and they're going to be in your shoes. They're going to be a couple of steps behind you and they're going to like your personality. Like, so then it's just like, what's the problem you solve and like infuse your other interests into it, like in who you are. Yeah, I do. I agree with that. I think that that's one of the good things that's happening with the amount of media options mm-hmm. available to all of us. Like, I think people just sniff out like bullshit a lot more than mm-hmm. they used to. Um, cause even in the personal finance space that I'm, I'm in, it's like, you look at like the, I don't know, some of the personal finance people man, are just so fake and it's just, it's so it's, it's such an, it's like an act, you know? And they, it's like, you yeah. feel like you have to be this expert, but some of the people that are crushing now that, that are just like destroying on TikTok or, you know, whatever, like they're just making, they're just being themselves and just talking and saying whatever comes to mind. Like they're just, they're just doing, they're just being themselves. And I think people like that a lot more now. And it makes the other, it makes like the older style of like being the, like the personal finance expert. I think it kind of makes that, it stands out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I saw a thing yesterday. This is so funny that we were talking about, I think I went on Twitter yesterday after seeing that algorithm thing. And I heard about the the dog thing and I wanted to, or do, do, oh, doge, doge, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I want to like see this. And then, you know, I scrolled for a little bit and um, it's funny. One of the things I saw was a guy that was like, if you're a productivity expert, <laughs> I'm sorry, this is so funny. He was like, if you're a productivity expert on Twitter, there should be a second verification where you <laughs> either have um you either have a K or no K or an NK or a K for kids or no kids. Because <laughs> he, he goes, let's be real. If you're 20 in your 20s and you're you're a productivity expert, like your shit ain't relevant to most of the population. <laughs> like you're just it's a totally true, different man. animal. I wish I didn't feel that way, but like the the further into parenthood I get, the harder it is for me to watch somebody give advice on what you should do with anything, like yeah. with your 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 money or your time or your business. It's really hard to watch somebody talk about that when they don't have a kid. <laughs> like it's just not that they're not experts and you know there's an audience for them and all of that, but man, it's so much different. Like when you have a two year old or you have a four year old, you have an eight year old. Like none of the stuff applies the same way. It just doesn't. It doesn't. And if you have three of them, you know, like I've got one. Dude, if you have Katie three and I, of them. Cooper, Cooper turns eight in two weeks. Yeah. We're trying to plan a birthday party for him. We probably aren't going to be able to celebrate his birthday, like do a party for him until almost a month after his birthday. Because yeah. He's got baseball <laughs> different. There's, there's just different. There's already things going on. And so we're trying to figure out when you can do it. And it's just like, yeah, it's different, man. It, so anyway, I, I just thought that was so funny because it's true. It's so true. It's so true. Dude, I, and, I mean, like a productivity expert, like, like you know, if somebody's telling me like, you got to wake up and you got to, you know, got journal, you got to meditate. Like a couple of weeks ago, I woke up and I woke my son up and he got pissed off. 
because he had to, to sit on the potty and he looked at me and he pimp slapped me in the head. Like he just right on the side of my bald head, just pa. And it's like, how do you start your day? Like, I don't want to hear any product productivity expert. It's like, how do you, how do you recover from that and go to go into meetings? <laughs> you know, dude, it's just like, dude, I don't want to hear That's my, journal. that's my problem with, that's my problem with Gary Vee. And that's my problem with, with Alex Hormozzi is like mm. Alex is, I mean, he's even got a video that's like, if you're having babies, you're dumb. Like, you know, and dude, it's like, you can't, you can't yeah, reach your goals. I'm like, yeah, shut up. Um, and then, know. you know, I don't know what, I don't know what Gary <laughs> said his lifestyle was, but yeah. Alex, Alex has said the other thing that I saw from him that I was like, that is a ridiculous take. It was something about like marrying somebody basically like I could replace, I, I'm not, I don't want to butcher this, but it was something along the lines of like, why would you have a wife that's a stay at home mom when you could just hire somebody and pay them $50,000 a year to do that instead? And it's like, just the idea of just like your, your wife shouldn't stay at home and work because you can just talking about to, something that you have no experience with. No idea. And it's like the, some women, not a lot of women don't like to stay at home because there's a lot of reasons to not want to stay at home. But the ones that do, it's not like, they're not just a person you can replace. I guess you could, you could hire a nanny for 50 grand a year, but it's not about that. It's such, it's a, it's a take that a person that doesn't have a kid would say though, because they don't realize yeah. like, oh, they want to actually spend time with the kid. And like they want to bond and they want to like shape. And I don't even know if he future. means it or not. I don't know, but like, I you never know. know. But you but just dude, see stuff like that and you're like, oh God, dude, you don't even know what you're talking about. I, I never thought Katie was going to be a stay-at-home mom. I never thought I was yeah. going to be a stay-at-home dad. Let's be real. <laughs> Like, I didn't think right, I was going to yeah. do that. That's just where my life took me. But I didn't think she was going to be a stay-at-home mom. I didn't think she would ever leave Coca-Cola. It was her dream job. She was running a plant. Like yeah. she was crushing it. She was like one of the youngest, you know, people to run a plant in the country. Um, and she loved what she did. She loved the people and she loved being there. And yeah. but she just got to a point where she was just like, I want to be with my kids. Like I want to yeah. have another, you know, I wanted to have a third kid. And she was like, mm. and then she got one day, she was like, if I leave, can we have another one? So like, I can be the stay-at-home parent. It's like, yeah, right. Hell yeah. Like it just, you yeah. just never know until you have them. And then you just start, it's the same thing with the business stuff, man. You know, I've told you, you know, with, with things where I'm like, man, I just, I want, I want to be, I don't want to miss certain things. Like I want to go do certain things. Like I'm sitting here like, you know, next week, um, Mason's got a preschool field trip to the strawberry farm down the road. I'm like, we've been there a hundred times. And so yeah. like, I've been, I'm like, well, you know, I got stuff going on that day. And then the other part of me, and I'm like, we've been there a thousand times. The other part of me is like, yeah, but I went to my kid's field trip and like, that'll mean something to him, you know? Yeah. Like oh, yeah, he's yeah. all, he's already, he's like, you know, cause I'm, you know, I've coached Cooper's team and I'm helping his team this year. And he's like, when are you going to coach my team? You can coach my baseball team. I'm like, I got you, bro. When, when you're not in T-ball, I got you. Yeah. It's too T-ball. I can't do T-ball. Can't hurt cats yeah. all day. Yeah. But no, so it's I, just I, like, not to, it's not a dumb, to it's a dumb don't take. Kids. Yeah. Not to hate on no, people. No, because, you know, I didn't have a kid until I was 32, but man, if God, you don't know what you're talking about. I, in terms got, of productivity and all that kind of stuff, like you just, I've got awesome friends that don't have kids and I have some friends that probably may not, may never have kids. Me too. Like yeah, they're just not same. interested. I still love them. And you know what's funny is like some of my friends that don't have kids or don't want to have kids are like amazing with kids. Like they're my, yeah. my kids' favorite people in the world. So like, that's not a big deal. It's just, I just think it's funny. Like, Hey, if you're giving yeah. this advice, like there should be, it's like, and that could really go to anything like content advice. Is this like an NK or a K badge? 
Like, which one do you get? Which badge do you get? Yeah. Because it matters. It, 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 it impacts things in such a huge way. Should be like an asterisk next to it. And then I've also just to kind of wrap up, like I've heard people that give that advice say like, oh, if you're a parent, like you're just making an excuse. Like, you know, you just don't want to work hard enough. It's like, I, I will, I, well, I don't know if I would do this, but well, there's a line, there, you know, I think like, okay, do you want to take my kid for a day and try to run your company? Like, let's, let's see, <laughs> like, let's see how yeah. easy it is or, you know, how much of an excuse it is. Like, you know, it's hard. Yeah. It's definitely hard, man. I, I, I'm, I might actually be a difference of opinion with you there because like, to me, I think people well, use their kids as an excuse. People do, people do, but I'm, I'm so I think there's a line people that don't have kids. Like, yeah, there is a line and it's like, I've just, oh, seen you're people saying people kids. with kids saying like, oh, do you really want this? And it's like, you don't understand. Yeah. Is that yeah, what you're saying? What yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I 100% get you on that. Yeah. 100% get you on that. But I think yeah. is like somebody that like has kids, you know, like you can, we, we work with people all the time, you know, and it's like, you can work with somebody and they're like, oh, I got this going on with my kid. And so I can't do it. Yeah. What do you mean you can't do no, it? No, it's just harder. You could still, if you're a parent, you could still do all the things you want to do. It's just, it is hard. Sure. Like it is hard. doesn't matter. Your like, timeline might be different. This is yeah. a big thing. I don't think people realize like your timeline might be different. Yeah. You know, you, but you, you can't say I can't make it because of this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the, I think that's the thing, but it might take longer. It might take a little more sacrifice. Yeah. It's. 100 percent and i think everybody's experienced this like you have kids and you're trying to like there's a reason that like when people become parents they start to you know just kind of pack on a little bit it's hard Mm. it's harder you gotta you gotta manage that you gotta figure that out you know you gotta turn down those wonderfully tasty uncrustables i don't have those yet thank goodness for you (laughs) (laughs) well that's All all i got that was good all right guys Thanks for the show. Subscribe. See you next week. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. 